Hi students, this is Ms. Rohde and this is the third edition of a podcast of the Pythagorean Theorem. Today what we are going to do is we are going to work through some problems that involve the Pythagorean Theorem. So, why don't you get out your notes from the last two podcasts, especially the vocabulary and actually the theorem or formula that we use for the Pythagorean Theorem. If we don't remember those, one is a squared plus b squared equals c squared, where a and b are the legs of the right triangle and c is the hypotenuse of the right triangle. Another form, remember, is where c squared equals a squared plus b squared. One thing to keep in mind is, again, c is always the hypotenuse, the side opposite the 90 degree angle. The a and the b are really interchangeable. They can go in either spot. So, Let's start by drawing a picture of a right triangle. It just has to be a sketch. It doesn't have to be perfect. Then let's do some labeling. For labeling purposes, let's make sure we label the legs A and B right now. Remember, they are the ones that form the 90 degree angle. So you should have that little right angle marker on the 90 degree angle. And for working purposes, let's label the hypotenuse, the side opposite the 90 degree angle, C. All right, let's get into a problem. Let's have the legs be three and four. So right now on your picture, you should have A equals three and B equals four or vice versa. Either way works. So now we have to start setting up an equation because we want to find how long the hypotenuse is. What we do know is that our hypotenuse needs to be the longest side. So when we get an answer, if it's not longer than the two sides, we have done something wrong. And that's a good way to check. So now that we know that our legs are 3 and 4, we can plug it into the formula. So it's a squared plus b squared. So in other words, let's do 3 squared plus 4 squared equals c squared. We don't know what c is yet. We do know that 3 squared is 9, and we do know that 4 squared is 16. So now we have 9 plus 16 equals c squared. This is what we should be writing down. It's a great way to show our work. So now let's combine like terms because we're on the same side of the equal sign. 9 plus 16 is 25. So my next step is 25 equals c squared. This is where the square root comes into play. The opposite of squaring something is really square rooting it, taking the square root of it. So if I take the square root of the right-hand side, the c squared, I get just c. If I take the square root of the 25, you should be saying to yourself, what times itself gets me 25? And the answer you should come up with is 5. So in this case, c, or my hypotenuse, is a measure of 5, 5 inches, 5 units, whatever the units happen to be. Now, you can always go back and check and say, all right, my hypotenuse had better be longer than my legs. So, looking at your legs of the triangle, they were 3 and 4. My hypotenuse I got was 5. So, if I did my calculations right, my hypotenuse should be the longest leg. So, now your final answer should be C equals 5. That represents, again, my hypotenuse. All right, let's try another one. Take a second to draw another right triangle. You can draw it in any which way as long as you know which is your right angle of your triangle. Make sure you label it with that right angle marker. Again, go ahead and label each side. 
The legs that form the right angle should be A and, a and B. The hypotenuse, which is opposite the 90 degree angle, should be C. Now we're going to go about and solve for a leg. So this is a little bit trickier. All right, so let's label A to be 5, and let's label C to be 13. We're going to go about solving it by plugging in the information or substituting it in, but we're going to have to do a little bit more algebra to figure out what the missing leg is. All right, so now we've got A squared plus B squared equals C squared. We know what A is, and we know what C is, so let's plug those in. If I plug them in, I should get 5 squared plus b squared, because I don't know what b is, equals 13 squared. Now again, remember a and b can go in either order. So if you labeled a to be the missing side, then b would be your 5 squared. Okay, so just keep that in mind. All right, let's square them. What is 5 squared? 25. Plus, we don't know what b squared is, so it's going to say b squared, equals what is 13 squared, and 13 squared is 169. Remember, when you're squaring something, you're taking that number times itself twice. So 13 times 13 is 169. All right, now we have an equation that reads, all right, now we have an equation that reads 25 plus b squared equals 169. Now, from algebra, we should remember how to solve this equation. I want to get b squared by itself, so I need to get that 25 out of there. Remember, it's a positive 25, so the opposite of a positive 25 is a negative 25 or minus 25. So I want to subtract 25 from both sides of the equal sign, so do that now. Once I do that, the 25 on the left-hand side has been canceled out because 25 minus 25 is 0. So now I should have an equation that reads b squared equals 169 minus 25. 169 minus 25 is 144. So now I should have an equation that reads b squared equals 144. Now, again, you must remember that in order to take and find what c is, just plain c, not c squared, I have to take the square root of both sides, or b squared, or c squared, or a squared, okay? So now I have to take the square root of b squared and the square root of 144. I do know that the square root of b squared is just b, because if I were to take b times b, I would get b squared. So b times itself gets me b squared. What's the square root of 144? Some people may say plus or minus 12, but we're talking distances here. So please make sure that you do not tell me that it's a negative number. We can't have negative distances. So our final answer should be B equals 12, 12 units, whatever the units happen to be. A couple things that you do need to keep in mind is that when you have a number and a variable on the same side, you have to make sure that you're solving for the variable. Also, you need to make sure that you show your work. If you're not showing your work properly, your teacher can't help you figure out what the answer is or was supposed to be or what you did incorrectly. So please don't just rely on saying, I typed it in my calculator, whatever I typed in my calculator. It's very important that we see and understand what you typed into your calculator. Best of luck with the Pythagorean theorem. Thank you for joining.